welcome to Children Rooted in Christ, a podcast for mothers dedicated to teaching our children more about their Savior. By listening to interviews with inspiring women, we will learn how to nurture a deep and rooted love of Christ in not only our hearts, but also the hearts of our children. I am Alexis Twitchell, and thank you for joining me on this journey toward Christ. You are listening to episode four, an interview with Bianca Stevenson. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Bianca Stevenson. I am from Caldwell, Idaho, and have a couple of cute kids, which I will talk more about. But yeah, I'm here to just talk about some of these awesome questions. I totally love this podcast, and I'm honored to be here. Well, thanks for being here, Bianca. Who is Christ to you, and how do you know that? So I had a hard time summing up. Like, it's, I don't think there's one word to really say who Christ is to me, but the other day I was reading in Deuteronomy 33, 29, and it said, He is my shield, He is my helper, my glorious sword. And I have always felt that He has been my protector and my comforter and my encourager. He's the only person who knows my heart fully and the plan for my life. I just have felt his presence so many, so many times, so many occasions. And there has been so many times I've prayed for things and seen doors open or closed. And I kind of wanted to share this story of uh, one that was a confirmation for so a couple of different prayers that I had going on. But I have a eight month old. And so in her birth, there was just some complications that led into more complications. And um, basically, I was rushed to the ER from hemorrhaging. And so there was just so much chaos, just craziness going on. And at one moment, my aunt prayed for me right as I was going in, um, going into the operating room. And she just prayed for me. And I, going from all that crazy chaos and being pulled on and tugged on and being halfway in my mind, I just felt such a sense of peace and uh, almost like if it's my time to go, like I was at peace with it. And it, it was just over, it's like overwhelming. Yeah. Um, So when I woke up after that whole experience, First of all, I had been praying for, um, like, I had been asking around different ladies and uh, women I look up to, like, when did you know it was time to stop having kids or, like, all of that? And eventually, it seemed like everyone had their story, and I was like, no, no, I'm just going to start praying about it and give it to God, and he will give me that confirmation. And right when I woke up, it was like one of those, like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm done having kids on my own I feel like and I've always had adoption on my heart and it was kind of like one of those heightened things that was like if I'm gonna have any more kids it's gonna be because God opened that door for me to adopt so that's kind of one of those confirmations that I had and then another one was just taking action um and to stop holding myself back and just when things uh tug my heart like just take that action to do and share whatever it is that God's putting on my heart so those are, you know, I feel like God comes at bigger moments or answers bigger prayers, but also look at the little moments and just appreciate waking up, just appreciate you that you can see the 
that you can see your kids and that you can experience the different little things, hear them sing, you can hear, you know, like all these different little things that add up to being big moments. He is truly in the details of our lives. I mean, you've experienced that for yourself. He's there in those big, crucial, important moments, but especially in the small and simplistic moments of life. I love that. Um, yeah, yeah. How do you connect yourself with Christ every day? I recently was, uh, I was in a Bible study. We were talking about how connecting myself, I feel like it's like a relationship. And if I start losing touch or I start feeling like, oh, I haven't felt God in a while or, you know, so I really tried to um, push myself to spend more time when I'm feeling like, oh, I'm, I need more time. And so I'll communicate more, uh, just go in the extra mile like you would in any relationship with your kids or your spouse or family or friends being able to lean on him every day and just thanking him, whether I'm just driving my car, you know, brushing the kids to family's house while I go to work or doing the dishes, really just being able to communicate. And when I have it on my heart, just go for it. He is always there in those details. So we really can just reach out to him at all times. How do you hear him or how does he speak to your heart? I've had such a big movement in my own personal life on reading the Bible more. And so he's um, through different verses, he's popped out at me, but even through just conversations with family or friends, this podcast, I mean, just the few episodes that I've listened to, there's been things that have popped out at me and maybe it hasn't another person, but it has at me. And I take that as God wanted me to be in this place, hear these things. You know, I just feel like the more I try to put myself to be able to hear the more that we put ourselves in those situations, the more we grasp, it may look different than someone else's, but I feel like everyday life, every little thing we we go about doing, he just, if there's something that he wants for us, he just, you know, speaks to us in that way. A commercial, I mean, really, it's honestly, I feel like there's no set place. It's so true. I have certainly felt him point things out to me or bring them to my attention when I wasn't expecting it. So what attributes of Christ do you see in your two little girls? I did say I would kind of talk a little bit about the girls. So Kinsley is three. She's my oldest. And then I have an eight-month-old Bexley. The biggest word that when I was thinking of this question that kept coming to mind was love. Both my girls are just kid give off this special kind of love. You know, there's nothing like it. Just a smile can just fill your heart like no other. I could be having the worst day. She's like, mommy, out of nowhere, I just love you. And I just really can just turn my heart around. Them bringing that purity to the table and Kinsley having that sweet spirit. I mean, she loves hard. She, she needs attention. Um, and she's just willing to help me. And now that she's older, she, I just see her uh, just doing all the different little things. But I feel like God has a hand in that um, because he just has that sweet spirit and he loves us so hard and wants our attention, wants that relationship with us and wants to help us. And so I just feel like kids and, and God, you know, they have that purity and that love that um, it's just unexplainable and just so filling for us, for, at least for me, you know, that's kind of what I see is just so much love. It's just amazing how they, how I've seen just in that, 
as Kinsley grows, you know, just the different things that she brings to the table. And Bexley, like I said, that little smile that she gives me, it's just so fills my heart with love, so much love. Children do bring so much love into our lives and as well as Christ when we allow him to. So how do you intentionally teach your children about Christ? Only recently have I really tried to explain things to Kinsley because now she's three and she, you know, knows more words and starting to really understand things. And so I'll be like, God created this or, you know, he loves you so much. And I truly believe in the power of prayer and, like I said, reading the Bible. Um, and so intertwining the, our conversations about God in our everyday life. I think also because my ages that my the girls are is that I really am just allowing my girls to see my actions and how I talk to Jesus and God, working on my relationship. I I think, you know, each, I'm, I know I'm going to have to teach both girls and talk to both girls differently as they go through their different stages and, you know, just letting it kind of come naturally. Okay, I love that you stress the point of allowing your teaching of him to come naturally. I'm a firm believer that things happen as they should and according to his plan. So that also pertains to the order at which our children learn. We can and should address and teach about him as it comes up and applies to their days and the things that they are currently discovering in the world. I love that, Bianca. Right, right. And I think, you know, like showing them that it's, it can be at any time, you know, like I think sometimes we think like prayer, you have to be on your hands and knees and like, you know, have to have this big thing, but like really it can be whenever it's on your heart, whether it's like, like I said, driving down the road or um, washing dishes, anything being like that. I really just, just showing them that God can be with us at any time. He's available for us at any time. We should be available for him at any time. Yes, Absolutely. What advice would you give to other mothers who are also seeking to nurture a deeper love of Christ in their children? I often have to remind myself of this, that I'm not going to know everything and it's okay. I think God will put people in our kids' life who are experts in that area. I like, for example, I am not a sewer. Yeah, no thanks there. So, you know, and God will put someone in Kinsley's life who will teach her how to go above and beyond for that specific area. So when we realize and let go to have others help us, um, I truly believe it does take a village to raise kids in, um, but just making sure we put the right people in who are feeding and who they're teaching and learning from. And that it's, like I said, it's okay to not know everything. And, and I still have to remind myself that. I think uh, another thing that I wanted to say on this was just that I mostly just want my girls to see that we too fail as parents, that we too don't know everything, that we, you know, it's okay to stumble and things. And um, so my challenge to myself to help my kids and maybe for others, you know, this might be an idea of just being more transparent, whatever that looks like to you. And for me, maybe talking out loud more. Um, and when I'm talking with Jesus and like, man, I really felt that that, or I really had a poor attitude at that moment and forgive me or, you know, whatever it is um, so that the girls know that we don't have to be on it all the time and it's okay. And God's with us and he forgives us and 
he's cheering us on. He knows our struggles, um, but being more transparent. I agree. It's so important for them to see us in those moments because that is where our relationship with Christ is being built, showing them that we have to rely on him and access his strength to overcome our weaknesses. Right. Right. I, I also was another big thing was like where that, that kept coming to mind when I was thinking of this question was just that giving them that foundation. All, you, all we can do as parents, as mothers is give them the foundation. Here, here you go. Here's God. Here's your foundation. And you know, when you need him, he's there and he will carry you through. I mean, that's our responsibility as mothers to lay that foundation. And as we do that, I know that they will take it and amaze us with what they do in life. Right, right. And it's like, it just goes back to like, we don't have to know everything. We don't have to just give them that foundation. That's all we got to do. Yes, yes. So is there anything else that you want to share from what you've learned? Just to remind everyone that God knows your heart and knows. And as long as your intentions are pure, um, he will meet you right where you're at. So whether that's in the middle of the altar on your knees or in the middle of the store and in a tantrum with your kids, like he knows us, he's, you know, he's with us. And I think our kids will see and appreciate like our efforts. And so when we have our long, you know, those days that seem so long that we will miss later that our kids will appreciate all the efforts that we're putting in and that there's no wrong or right way to connect with God. And as long as we're doing it and making an effort towards having that relationship with him, that he stays as center as we could possibly have him, that that's all that I really think counts. And so however that looks for each individual, there's no wrong, wrong or right way to do it. I just think if as long as we're doing it, um, that's really all that matters. Thank you for listening to Children Rooted in Christ. I hope that you felt uplifted and inspired by the messages shared. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love for you to share it with others. Follow us on Instagram at Children Rooted in Christ. Subscribe or leave a review. Apply and follow what you learned this week. Write down and act on the impressions you felt while listening. You are an amazing mother and here's till next week.